0: This is Michael Dubin with Living Skills. In our time together in this podcast, I would like to talk about the fact that currently in our world, there is a great deal of attention being paid to gender and gender identity, but very little attention being paid to the archetypal masculine and feminine energies that are within each one of us. The Metaphysics of Gender Nonconformity I first became aware of the issue of gender nonconformity a number of years ago when I saw straight boys with their girlfriends walking around little five points with some dresses pulled over their t-shirts and jeans. At the same time I was doing volunteer counseling with homeless LGBTQ young adults, and they were giving me an education into the rising awareness of transgendered people and their needs and what they faced societally. Awareness of and respect for the transgendered community has been growing, and rightly so. It has sparked culture war battles over who can use which bathroom and issues with transgendered athletes. And it has led to people of all stripes specifying the pronouns they wish to be addressed by in the signature of their emails. What I have found most interesting about all of this is the intense focus on living and expressing physical gender with little to no discussion of the masculine and feminine energies that we all possess. All of us. These energies have nothing to do with stereotyped sex roles. Nothing. They are about complementary energies at work in each of us that need to find a balance that leads to wholeness as a person, as a human. Carl Jung talked about them, I believe, as inner opposites. They're not. Ancient Chinese philosophy, more correctly, talks about them as part of a dualism, complementary, interconnected forces within each of us. Dualism, such as light and dark, summer and winter, expansion and contraction, for example. You can't have one without the other. More closely aligned with our purposes here are thinking and feeling, heart and mind, doing and being. There is the masculine energy of will and the feminine energy of imagination. Imagination is a sense that is common to all of us. Think how dreary and empty life would be without it. What what you can imagine for yourself and your life is unlimited. Who you can be and become, the places you can go, the experiences you would like to have, things you would like to do for yourself and others, and more, is all within the province of your imagination. As example, can you imagine yourself being wildly successful? For some of us, heck yeah, I can imagine that. For others of us, no, I can't imagine not having to work like a dog to get what I want. Can you imagine being a great parent? Can you imagine being loved and cherished? What would that be like? But how do you bring all of that into manifestation in your life? Those things won't just walk up the driveway. It takes will to make things happen. Otherwise, all of the wonderful things we can imagine remain flights of fancy. But when our will, our determination, our focus, our perseverance are applied, we can move mountains. Maybe not immediately, but people know to get out of the way as it is our will to create what we truly want in life that is essential in making it happen. There is the feminine energy of being and the masculine energy of doing. I ask this question constantly, who are you? That is about being, your goals, your hopes, your dreams, desires, beliefs, choices, what you can imagine for yourself and your life. All of that and more contributes to your being. However, most of us are way more comfortable with doing. It has become a badge of honor, at least until the COVID pandemic, to be constantly busy. Well, you know, I I have to be wired into work 24-7. I must stay on top of growing my personal brand on social media. I have things to do, kids to raise, aging parents to take care of, projects to finish. Who the hell has time to worry about being? Piffle. I'm busy doing. Besides, how do you do being? I keep reading about the rising number of people who are really questioning whether they want to return to that pre-pandemic rat race life. There is no right or wrong answer here. The only right answer is what works for you. But as some people got to put down all of that doing, they got in touch with just being, being closer in some senses to what they wanted more of in their lives, and busyness wasn't on that list. I want to hug and just be with the people I care about again. I've been able to be there for my kids in a way that I wasn't pre-pandemic. You have all heard, or said, these kinds of things. It is the feminine energy that creates the space in which something can happen. The womb of creation, metaphorically, if you will. If there is not the space nor the place for something to occur in your life, Well, I I just don't have the time for a relationship right now. It won't. But it it, it isn't the right time or place for for me to seek a new job or start a new career or go back to school, you know, or or start painting again or get back to baking. And it never happens because the space was not created. Feminine energy. Masculine energy fills that space. It brings the activity and fills that created space with the activity of the job-seeking, career-switching, firing up the oven to bake. But without the space being properly prepared, we may start something with the best of intentions, but we never see it through. Our goals never fully come to fruition. And finally, the feminine energies of conception and perception. To conceive of something new, a new idea, A new project, a new way of doing things, a new goal, a new hope, a new dream. A new way of expressing something creatively that has never been done before. And conception's handmaiden, perception. How we perceive something to be. We perceive through our five familiar senses, yes. We talk about the range of light or sound that our human senses are able to perceive. But we also perceive through unfamiliar senses as well. Perception is about the mental and emotional impressions that we get, and awareness, if you will. For example, what we perceive of our past, our present, and the future we think or hope is coming. How we perceive ourselves through our own experience of ourselves. These are balanced by the masculine energies of meaning and understanding. Who decides what things mean to you? you do? Well, what if I get it wrong? There are no right or wrong answers. However, you can always change your mind about what something means to you. What does it mean that some of your shirts have started coming back from the laundry with cracked or bro- broken buttons? Could mean it's time to switch your dry cleaner laundry. Could mean they are just being careless and you need to point it out to them could mean you've had these shirts since the dinosaurs roamed and they have been laundered and pressed a thousand times and it is about time for the whole shirt to give out. Whatever meaning you assign to anything is A. Your choice and B. A masculine energy. Understanding. There is a real crisis of understanding right now in our world. Nobody wants to try and understand anyone else. They want to be understood first. The act and process of really understanding yourself or someone else is a masculine energy. It has a number of components to it as it is, as understanding is a process. For our purposes here, I want to focus on the three final components of the process as I understand it. What can you infer from the thoughts, feelings, facts being supplied to you? We can gain a deeper level of understanding through something that is not directly said. You may tell me you don't like shopping malls, but what I can infer is you don't like crowds. Then comes appreciating the other person's point of view, lived experience, and the meaning they have assigned to things, just as you are able to assign meaning to things in your life. And finally, the understanding process concludes with valuing what you have learned and come to understand and giving that new level of understanding meaning and significance will and imagination doing and being creating the space for manifestation and taking action to bring into manifestation conception perception and meaning and understanding all important and things that all of us do. So maybe the next time your physical gender identity is not resolving or answering life's dilemmas, consider starting here with these eight things. Begin bringing them into balance. The gifts you find along the way can be priceless. I hope you have found this podcast of use. If you have any questions or comments, or want more information about living skills, Please feel free to email me at livingskillsinc at gmail.com or contact me through my website www.livingskills.pro. At Living Skills, we offer positive psychology and transpersonal psychology coaching and counseling, spiritual coaching and counseling, and psychological skills training and education. We are especially sensitive to the needs of the LGBTQ community and also the millennial generation, but our services and skills are applicable to, and we work with, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast and will join me again in the future. This is Michael Dubin in Atlanta. Thanks for listening.